Welcome to the Occasional Adult Podcast, where we have candid conversations about all the challenges we face as we attempt adulthood and how we're only good at being adults occasionally. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm your host, Jamee. And being young-ish adults ourselves, we'll share experiences that you'll probably relate to and hopefully learn from. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's get into this episode. Welcome back, guys. We're back for season three of the Occasional Adult Podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Excitement. Yeah, I don't really know why you guys are still listening to us, but we're here. (laughs) And we appreciate you. Oh, very much so. Yes. How are you doing on this glorious, what's today, Wednesday? That we are recording, Jamee. Um, my face hurts. Um, oh, what? I'm tired. Your <laughs> face hurts. Y'all ever been so tired? Your face just hurts. Is that just me? Yeah, like your whole face. Yeah, I mean, earlier it was my whole face. Now it's really just my forehead area. So it's probably just a headache, but. I know why it has occurred. I have only really been getting five to six hours on average of sleep this week. And specifically last night, I could not shut my brain off. So I got like Mm. two. But I've been up for a very long time. It feels like I'm old. I can no longer do all-nighters. That is the moral of the story. Okay. All right. (laughs) How, How many hours of sleep do you typically get? That is a wonderful question. Because, <laughs> like, when you said five to six, I was like, that is that sounds like you're normal. But maybe, no. maybe not. Okay. I've been trying to do better. I usually can function properly as long as I get, like, seven and a half. However, okay. you know the whole Apple sleep thing and it turns your phone off or whatever when it's time to go to mm-hmm. sleep? I usually stay up like two to three hours after that. So I had to start making my like sleep Mm. timer more like 10, nine, 10 hours so that I actually go to bed (laughs) and get enough sleep. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. That is probably for the best. So yeah, if you guys are taking this in, the takeaway is and continues to be, don't be me better than me (laughs) how are you tony (laughs) um apparently better than you because my face doesn't hurt yes see you're already doing it uh girl girl okay well yeah i'm doing i'm doing all right i'm doing pretty good but we're we're gonna get into how i'm doing and how you're doing because in this episode we're basically just gonna catch up we're gonna catch up with each other we're gonna catch up with you guys we're just going to do a little review of the first quarter of 2023. Mm-hmm. Who that just gave me anxiety? Who, girl? Oh, my God. So okay. you you go ahead and start. Tell me, tell me about the highs. Tell me about the good things that have happened so far. We're, we're in March right now. So from January to March, what's been going on? A lot, girl. Um, but... I will say the highlights, we'll keep it at the highlights. Uh, 
I can't remember if we talked about this at the end of season two, but for those that don't know, Quirk, my small business, uh, got a speaking opportunity, like a legit speaking opportunity. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We, we in the, um, and we got invited to go to Austin, Texas to speak at a summit for facilitators about how they could use their techniques and tactics to be more impactful and impact the communities that actually need it. So we were probably the youngest people in that room, but I felt really good being in that space because definitely walked in the room feeling a little bit of that imposter syndrome. Like, why am I here? All of these people are established in their careers. But Mm, after, yeah, it was hard. After we did our session and saw how it impacted people and people kept coming up to us asking us about our strategy and our approach and telling us that some of the tactics we used in our talk were very um, brilliant, genius, wild. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We love to see it. Or how they were going to use it. It was just, Mm. it was like, oh my God, okay, keep validating us. We're here. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah. So that whole experience actually led me to my next highlight. And I don't do shit for myself. Fun fact, if you didn't already know, it's very difficult for me to take time for myself or invest in myself or even spend large amounts of money (laughs) on myself, Mm. what I consider large amounts of money. But I made the choice, the decision to invest in myself, in my business, and decided to swallow my pride (laughs) and get a business coach. It was just hard because I felt like a failure, you know, Mm. because I'm supposed to be a business coach. Or consultant. So how am I supposed to consult or coach people if I need to go get help? However, I realized every therapist needs a therapist. Every coach needs a coach. Every teacher needs yeah. a teacher. So I got over myself. That's basically the moral of the story. And yeah, I'm on the road to self-sustaining and not having to worry about the man paying my bills. Oh my God. Oh, sweet baby Jesus and the grown one, too. (laughs) Oh my God, I love that show. That was my favorite line. Go watch Abbott at Elementary. Plug. I think ABC makes that show. ABC, Hulu, Netflix, whatever the fuck they're on. Sponsor us. Okay. Oh my gosh. Did you watch the last episode? Um, where they were like, what was it? They were fighting over the basketball tickets the whole episode. Did you watch that episode? Do not spoil anything. Oh, so pros God. and cons of being in a relationship is when you have joint things you do together, you piss your partner off if you do them separately. So, Oh, you know what? Fair. And I get it. <laughs> and I think I'm going to take that with like, 
things that I've learned from my previous relationships that I'm not taking into my next relationship, we're not going to be watching shows together, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I want to watch that shit when I want to watch it. I'm not waiting for your ass to watch Abbott yeah. Elementary. You not finna hold me back. <laughs> Damn, Tony. <laughs> I'm kidding. That shit. These niggas. No, I'm 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 joking, kind of. Mm. Yeah, we can discuss it. If I really love you, then maybe we'll watch a show together. I don't know. I don't know. But it has to be shows that I don't really care about. True. Or shows I know are going to be more entertaining. Like I keep talking to you about maths, but watching maths with Avery is fucking hilarious. Like he is now more invested than I am, and it is hilarious okay that makes sense like okay yeah that's the type of show that i could watch with somebody else and wait to watch it because it would be so entertaining watching it with another person like i could do that type of thing with love is blind because you know the drama is so ridiculous like you just gotta watch it with somebody else to see their reaction too but Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to do that with a show like this is us because i've done that before Mm. and i don't i don't like having to wait on somebody else's timeline to watch that show. Especially because, like, I'm used to watching things as they come out. But anyway, all of this is really unimportant and completely besides the point. Back to your updates. Love all of that for you. Especially (laughs) your experience um, going to Austin with Quirk. Especially because I know you be having your moments every other week. You're just like, I don't even know if I should do this anymore. I'm going to get rid of Quirk. I don't want to be an entrepreneur. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, please calm down. Please don't quit. With the Lord. <laughs> oh, but God. <laughs> but we going to hold off on that till we get into the negatives that aren't really negatives. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of the Lord, Tony, I know you have done some spiritual work in this first quarter. Can you? That was a little bit more. The, the Lord is working on me. The Lord is working on my life. <laughs> things are happening. Things are shifting. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a pretty decent first quarter of the year. I ain't going to hold you. So I know that I've told y'all before that I've been wanting to find a new church. And I found one. I have a <laughs> new church home. Yeah. I'm like actually a member. And I'm actually getting involved in the church and all that. It's mm, been a minute. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Again, sweet baby Jesus and the grown one too. My God. <laughs> anyway, so yes, I really like this church. It's called Union Church. Um, it's in the Baltimore area. If any of you want to check it out. What's funny is that a lot of people from my job go to this church. Okay. <laughs> Almost every every young black Christian that works mm-hmm. at my company in the area goes to that church. And I'm like, all right, okay. Love that you're all God-fearing, but why, why are we all going go to go to this one church? There's plenty in Maryland. <laughs> like, this is a lot. <laughs> That's how religion is supposed to work. <laughs> I know, but also I'm me. So people got it. But no, it's fine because I actually like go to church with um, some of the friends that I've made 
through my job and stuff too. So it's it's been good. It's been fun. Um, what else? What else I got going on? Oh, I got a new financial advisor. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. And we we working on some things because one of my goals this year as well as to become a better financial steward and mm. Yeah, I have some some financial goals. I'm not going to share right now, but just know I have some financial goals that I'm working towards. So I'm happy that I have an advisor. And I paid my car off. Mm. Yes, adulting. An adulting win. <laughs> We're getting rid of that debt. <laughs> okay. Um, also planned a trip to Greece. Mm. So I'll be going to Greece in a few weeks. By the time this episode comes out... I should be back from the trip and y'all get to hear all about it. There might be a post about it too. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, not <sighs> yeah. But I'm so excited because this will actually be my first trip to Europe. <gasps> really? Yes. I don't yes. think I knew that. Interesting. Yeah, like I've been to Africa. I absolutely love Ghana and I will be going back. I've been to Mexico. I've been to, you know, several different parts of the Caribbean and like all the islands and stuff, but haven't touched Europe yet. I was about to ask you, like, does that make me a bad black person? I have gone there, but Africa. Well, in Asia. That's not how that works, Jamey. Okay, wonderful. You're not a, <laughs> but I don't really like. I hate to. Admit, I don't really have the desire to go to Africa. That's why I'm like, Ooh. I mean, I think that's fair. That we okay. That could be a whole episode in itself, exploring why an African American person may not have the desire to go to Africa because historically. Yeah, I was about to say I could summarize. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. like what? So that. if you don't have the I, because what are your roots? You don't know, you know. It's that and bugs, like them big ass. Okay. Well, whatever mosquito <laughs> mutant things they have over there, and then Steve Harvey, one of his older stand-ups, talked about how he went to Africa and he got attacked by monkeys. I don't. What? Them. I don't have time. See, that's funny because I feel that way, but not about Africa. That's how I feel about Australia. I yes, strongly I don't believe. Have a to go there either. <laughs> yeah, listen, I strongly believe that humans do not belong in Australia. Mm-mm. They There's no. There. It might as well be Jurassic Park over there. <laughs> it don't make no sense. We no, no. Leave that to the animals. Don't try to domesticate them. Leave them be. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, what else I got going on? Oh, career things. I, mm, I'm going, okay. We're going to put it out there. I'm going to put into the universe. Mm-hmm. Submit it unto God. That by the time this episode comes out, I will officially have a new job, which is basically going to be a promotion at my company. Hair flip. Things have been working in that direction and I am expecting an offer soon, Mm. but it's not official. 
especially because my company just went through a major reorg, which messed everything up. But I had the interview. The people that interviewed me said they really liked me and they really wanted to hire me. Mm-hmm. But our company went through a reorg and it messed everything up. But they already started working behind the scenes to get me started on the work that I should be doing. So it, we gonna see what happens come April. Mm. But we're we're we we're gonna, if huh? You shall receive. It, <laughs> amen. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we gonna believe that the offer is already being typed up. Okay, all right. Yes, Sister Patterson. Child, <laughs> okay. don't do that. That's, that's that's all my that's all my highlights. Okay, highlights wait a minute. That I have going wait on. a minute though, because what? I feel like it's still appropriate to call you Sister Patterson. Hell, I probably should start calling you Deaconess because whoa, this girl whoa. goes to church on Fridays. Fridays. Free for all Fridays. What is a free for all Friday? Where you do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's free for all. Okay. So I've been to church on Friday, what, twice? Mm -hmm. Because I guess it's a monthly thing that they do, but they just have this worship night slash concert night type of thing. So... First time I went was in January, of course. And it was also while I was doing a fast. It was during a 21-day fast. I was like, oh, might as well go to this thing that they're having at church too. And my goodness, it was great. And I'm really happy I went. Because when I tell you that God was in the room, Mm. God was in the room. Wow. So, yeah, I, I actually like going to events like that. So, Try to go to like at least a few. Yeah, I'll try to go up to at least a few during the year. Maybe not like every single month because I'll be having a lot going on. But at least once a quarter, you know? (laughs) Okay, that's more realistic, I guess. Because we were talking about it. I thought she was going religiously every Friday or, you know, Bible study on Wednesday. I was like, wow, she really got... She drank that wine and ate that bread. Mm. I need to get my I, life together. I love how you're saying this as if we. <laughs> I love how you say this as if one, we weren't already Christians and we weren't already going to church. I know. I'm, I'm not. I am not going to a physical building. <laughs> and I do what I need to We used to. With the Bible you, app. When? When did I ever go to a physical building? When we were in school, we went to Hungry. Everybody we went, went to Hungry to Church. Hungry. You, sometimes you I went like maybe three times. It was like Easter, and then there was my maybe two times after that that I went, and that was it. Oh, never mind. The rest of us was going regularly. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me not say regularly because we was college students. We was not going regularly, but the rest of us was going more than Easter. I know. I just, uh, I think it was just the space I was in. It wasn't that I was a yeah. part of the church, but that's why I said it reminds me of when I was in gospel choir, because, Lord, I. Gotcha. Like, there was a, we would cry every Saturday. Oh, just, no. That's how we would start the, the practice, the rehearsal. And I just, I was like, I can't do this. 
Okay, yeah, see, no, I can't, like, mm-mm. Ain't I, like, I want to feel God, but I don't want to feel God this much. Like, I get it. My life is in shambles, but I don't want to think about it. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I thought you were going to Hungary more often. I think because so many of our friends were going so often, I assumed you were also there a lot. But I mean, it's whatever. <clears throat> also, the fact that you started watching Transformation way before I did, and you're the one that introduced me to it. And you're the reason why I like got back on track, got back on track with church. So, mm-hmm. yeah. To be a vessel, but I only had that because of Tahira. So, so it, it takes. What does it say? It just takes one or something. Or if the yeah. mother in the house believes or something. That's that biblical saying. You guys know. What I'm trying to... Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand what you're trying to say. Huh. All right. Well. Enough about uh, Jamae trying to make me a fake deaconess. Uh, let's shift <laughs> gears. So let's talk about the not so highs, the mid to lows, the things that we're still working through, things we're trying to figure out in this first quarter, probably for the rest of the year. What you got going on? The same shit. <laughs> So, first things first. Y'all know I finally got engaged. Wow! She's gonna be a bride. Oh, my bitch is a fiance. In Q4, but in Q1, Mm. planning started. Well, planning started in Q4. No progress was made. And then. In Q1, it just got significantly worse. Um, Mm. Wedding planning, definitely a hot dumpster fire ass mess. Um, The enemy was definitely working. Mm. (laughs) Because it just felt like truly I was under attack. And I don't think... If I didn't have the spiritual relationship that I have now that I would have even associated with that. But it just felt like after eight years of trying to get this man to propose to me, Mm. we finally got engaged. And then we start trying to plan the celebration of our union and it was tearing us apart. Mm. So it was just like, this is wild, (laughs) wild concept to me. And like, realistically, the pieces just were not fitting together. And we were trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Um, We came to our senses and we made an adult decision to push it to 2024. And then quite literally when we made that decision, our happiness was restored. Our relationship was restored. It was like, damn, we need to get married. Cause it just felt like everything was unraveling. So that wasn't great, but it has been resolved. 
Um, and then to go back to me talking about the the Lord, the good Lord won't let me give up on quirk and keeps forcing me or nudging me. I don't want to even say nudging, shoving me into things that I haven't fully accepted that I am ready for. And logically, mm. I see it. I get it. I see the mountaintop and the pathway and how they're all fitting together. And this is quite literally what I asked for. But mm. I don't want to. I hear him knocking at the door. I don't want to. And I remember having a conversation with you about that the other week. And quite literally the next day, I was doing a devotional that you kind mm. of inspired because you told me to, to look into Moses. And mm-hmm. that was what that whole thing was about. He was like, he can deal with your doubts. He can deal with, you know, faith issues. And he could work with all of that disbelief, you know, imposter syndrome, whatever. All of the odds that are stacked against you. He said, but the one thing he hates, the one thing he can't deal with is disobedience. Or like mm. just not wanting to do it. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. I, I'm gonna do it. I'm sorry, I don't mean to disrespect you or nothing. I uh I just don't want to work hard. Mm. So I guess my lows, like I said, aren't really lows. They're just challenges that are stretching me and I don't like to be uncomfortable so Mm. yeah it sucks (laughs) (laughs) it's really it's just trash it's simply hot garbage (laughs) (laughs) but unfortunately like as we say on here all the time you gotta get comfortable with the uncomfortable because growth can't happen in a place of comfort and complacency and just I don't know because God says so why everything gotta be so hard it's fine (laughs) yeah so what you got going on Tony are your lows really lows Uh, ah what do I have going on um, okay, so dating, still mm. not doing that, even though I want to be doing that. I'm still clueless when it comes to dating. And I don't know where the men are. <laughs> so we're just... I don't know where the men are. I don't. mean? <laughs> I don't know where they are. Where they be at? <laughs> Show me. Somebody. Show me. Where to find men at? Okay, see, that's the difference. You can find penis anywhere, but when you start putting standards on said penis, that's a different conversation. Right, because I mean, okay, well, self-drag. I know my standards have not always been the best. (laughs) That was not right. But I still have standards. You dragging the niggas he was with, but it's fine. I that well, mm. my bad guys. That wasn't meant to be a drag <laughs> to you. I was really, 
I was really trying to drag myself and then y'all ended up being collateral damage. My apologies. Mm. Um, you oh. called them accidents. Oh, uh, when you put it like that, damn. Uh, I'm just saying. I was getting those parent talking to their child about how they got here situation. Mm. Mm. But it's okay. It, yeah, were they weren't. Yes. <laughs> they were what? Blessing lessons. Because you know that phrase, it's either blessing a lesson lessons. or a blessing. I feel like lessons are blessings. They're ass, but if you you can't tell me if you never went through any struggle, trials, tribulations, that you'd be the same person that you are today. Sure, but I still think you're giving them too much credit, and I will not be calling them blessing lessons. Lessons, <laughs> sure, but you're not getting the title of blessing from me. Thank mm. you very much. That's All right. Great. Anyway, what else I got going on? Because it ain't dating. Um, <laughs> well, if you're listening and you have an eligible bachelor friend who is fine, because we just established he has to be fine, um, or you're an eligible bachelor, a fine eligible bachelor yourself, hit us up. We have uh, an Instagram at Occasional Adult Pod. <laughs> DM us. Tony. Are you please don't. Tone tone? Please don't. <laughs> okay. Please don't. I'm trying to work in your favor. You block your own blessings. <laughs> yeah. Cut listen. Don't don't be <sighs> just don't. <laughs> I actually have some friends that want to set me up on a blind date. I don't know if this blind date is ever actually gonna happen, but they trying to they trying to do that. I I would be so anxious. Like part of me sees the thrill and all of that, and it's like, ooh, that'd be interesting. I don't want to say fun, but I don't want to go back. I feel like that space is the ghetto, and it is. I I just have no desire to do that. It's it's Avery or bust at this point. Um, As it should be. Yeah, I'm gonna be Olivia Pope. Cause without let me tell the you, streets is done. Then. Streets is done. Streets is dead. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody out here. At least not that I've seen. If you out there, where are you at? Oh my gosh. Okay, we got to move on. Yeah, we just got to move on. What else I got going on? So with the whole career thing, I told y'all that there is there is an offer that I'm expecting to come in. Um, but there were some other jobs that I applied to and there was this one that I really, really wanted, or at least I thought I wanted, I don't know. It was this, it was a management position, but <sighs> Jamea, you remember when I told you about it and like the mm-hmm. way that I described it and you were like, oh, this is quite literally perfect for you. And I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a combination of systems engineering, which that's what I am. I'm a systems engineer. And also professional and leadership development for the next generation of engineers at my company. So that would be like interns, people coming in for co-ops, people in our early career development programs. Mm -hmm. And me being the person that I am and loving working with young people and mentoring them and doing things like 
leadership and professional development, I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know that I could do this in my career and combine it with engineering. Ah, (laughs) but then (laughs) I didn't get it, which is fine. But when I found out about the position, I didn't even think I would get an interview. And then I got an interview. And the interview went pretty well, or so I thought. So I was really thinking like, oh, God is telling me this is it for me. This is the position. Like, this is what I've been waiting for. I was thinking this all during my 21 days of prayer and fasting, all to just get the rejection. And I was like, okay. So once again, me and God are not on the same page. (laughs) And that really threw me for a loop and it felt like a big setback. Mm-hmm. So that was something that I had to work through. And then the information about this other position came in. And it's exactly what I had been telling God that I want for a while. And it's something that I had been working towards for a while. So I was like, oh, okay. I see what's going on. That position was never for me. <laughs> I thought it was. I don't know why I thought it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here we are. So it's we, we, me and God been going through it. Well, I've been going through it. He just been looking at me. I don't know. It's like, you go be good, girl. I was about to say, so, but tell him how he used that interview process in your favor to get you to where you at now. How do you do that? Oh my goodness. You told me that he would like people were floating your 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 resume around and you were just Oh yes. I told I told Jamay that my resume was getting passed around like a hot potato. <laughs> she was building that social capital doing all those interviews. So clearly she was connected to the right people in the right place because her name was in rooms that she was not in. Yeah, because basically, like, Mm -hmm. with this position that I'm still waiting to hear about, um, I told y'all that they they were preparing the work for me. Because the way it works, um, being an engineer at my company, you have to have program work to do because we're a contractor, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So they had been working behind the scenes to make sure that they had something ready for me to step into once they had an offer for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that. So I had got a call, what, like last week, maybe the week before, from some lady um, on the program that I'm going to be working for. And she was like, oh my gosh, it's so great to finally meet you. And blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And I was like, what do you mean, finally meet me? I ain't never heard your name before in my life. <laughs> and that's because, like, all these people have been working behind the scenes to make sure that I was good because they want me that bad. I was like, all right, well, I see what you're doing, God. I see. Okay. Not a hot commodity. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what's happened with the dating thing, too. Just people working in the behind the scenes. mm. Passing your resume around. What's... uh, See, no, because there, there's a story there. There's a story. And Jermaine knows the story. I do. But I don't... No, nah, I'm not going to tell that story. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm, the date that I went on that wasn't supposed to be a date. Okay, yep. I was about to yeah. say, I don't want to say things because I don't know who listens to this podcast. I don't want them to think they're a mistake too. 
Alexis. So, whoa. Okay. <laughs> All right. I said none of that. I said none of that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm not going to blow anybody's spot up because apparently too many of y'all listen to this podcast. Mm. We're going to move on. Um, yeah, so that's that's been the things that I'm working through. And yeah, just <sighs> trying to figure out how to be more patient with myself, with others, with God's timing and mm. our journey together in like the communication. Cause I feel like I'd be talking to him and he don't be talking back, you know? <laughs> so it, it just gets very frustrating and sometimes it feels like a setback, but we're, we're still here. We're still thriving. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then how are you adulting through that? The biggest thing has been remembering that the thing that I'm going through now, like whatever negative feeling, whatever feelings of frustration or annoyance, trying to keep in mind that that's only temporary. And yeah, what I'm, whatever I'm experiencing now is not the end. It's not the end of the journey. So trying to hold on to that mindset has been big for me. Also just uh, finding joy in my community and holding on to them. I really love the friend group that I've made while I've been up here, especially the, especially the girlfriends I have. We we call ourselves the sister circle because it, it it's like a little sister circle. It's cute, but yeah, I love them. Yes, curate a friend group. Yeah, yeah, and also y'all know I've been going to church. And I've been actually, you know, listening to the sermons, been praying more regularly, got my little prayer journal. And I was like, we, we, we gonna work it out. So yeah, that's how I've been getting through it. What about you? I was gonna say, I feel that I am leaning into what is meant for me. Um, mm. And that is very hard to say because I still have some resistance, but I think I was telling you all at one point or several points throughout these seasons that I cannot accept a compliment. It is very Mm. difficult for me. And I guess it wasn't until the summit I was telling you all about in Austin that... I realized that I was the one standing in my way (laughs) to get to the next Mm -hmm. point because people are like, I see their response to me and the things that I'm trying to do, but I shrink myself. I downplay what I have going on and the work that I'm doing and the impact that I have because that's scary. I am so afraid of that responsibility that comes with that and what it would mean to step into that power and Mm -hmm. be responsible not only for myself, but other people. And then if I go move forward with the whole entrepreneurship thing, eventually I'm not going to only be responsible for feeding myself and my family, but I'm going to be responsible for feeding other people in their families. Like mm-hmm. that is heavy. Um, yeah. 
and scary as hell to me. So I've just been trying to come to terms with the fact that if it was meant for me, then I already have all of the tools to be successful and I have all of the support from, you know, at the friend family level all the way up to the good Lord himself. So I just need to stop doubting my own capabilities. So I suppose what's helping with that is trying to be or remaining consistent with devotionals because they are a reminder that I am in where I need to be, if that makes sense. Like they only tell you to read the Bible because that's how the good Lord communicates with you. So Mm -hmm. they say that the Bible is the only book you can read that reads you. (laughs) (laughs) For filth, by the way. Um, So I'm just trying to embrace that and really dive into what that means for me. Um, Doing things that make me uncomfortable, i.e., giving someone I don't know $2,000 to help me with <laughs> a business, even though I feel like I'm supposed to know about business. Yeah. Um, or doing things that are out of the ordinary because you can't ask for extraordinary things and only do the bare minimum or just basic shit. And then for years and years and years, everybody's been telling me to write journal, story, tell, so on and so forth. So I'm finally embracing that. And I do weekly recaps to just kind of get out of my own head. And that's helped me come to terms with doing what works best for me in my house instead of Mm -hmm. trying to prioritize everyone else. Because what I found is that when you journal you come out and Mm -hmm. all of the stuff that everybody tells you on a daily basis that might be influencing you also comes out and you can kind of just see tangibly in front of you what is there from you and what is there from everybody else what is valid what needs to say what you need to sift through to get to the next step so (sighs) I'm trying. Power to the people. (laughs) You're (laughs) you're trying and you're succeeding. And I'm very happy for you and I'm proud of you for embracing the things. What? Oh, I was about to say embrace a strong word. I am trying to embrace, but right now it's a church hug. But we'll get that full, close, I mean, embracing, loving hug around these things eventually. <laughs> the fact that you're doing all these things sounds like embracing to me, but I don't know. I could be wrong. But I'm happy to see that you're journaling and just you're stepping into this healthy outlet for yourself. I'm happy that you put your pride aside <laughs> to get the business coach. Mm, it's still hard. Yeah, but it, it'll end up being so beneficial for you. 
Mm-hmm. And you can see that. Mm-hmm. And because you <laughs> saw the benefit and how it was a need for you, you were able to put your pride aside and say, yeah, I'm an, I need this person and I'm going to take, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to take a chance on this person y'all to come and tell me what to do like hearing this back i'm just like yeah that is what i'm doing it's It's, a good thing i i know so we talk about meps it is Mm. my e that's fucking me up i am there mentally i am there physically i am there spiritually but all them letters feel lowercase in two point font, whereas the E oh. is capitalized. <laughs> and it's like, no, in a hundred point font. I'm just like, so yes, I'm embracing the activities, but I have not emotionally invested in this because there's still a lot of reluctance. It's like, uh, okay, if you say so, rather than a yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair, though. Either way, you're making progress. We're both making progress. Yeah. Love that for us. Okay. We're going to move on to our listener letter because I want to wrap this up soon so I can eat my pizza. We. <laughs> Yo, does anybody else just put cardboard or vegetables when you hear vegan pizza? I'm trying. I know it's more than I didn't even mention the vegan part. I just, I'm sorry. You see, see, you just wanted to be rude. I, you I, just wanted to be a shady bitch. I, I see you. Because everybody that's listening is probably a vegan, vegan adjacent, pescatarian, presbyterian, no. vegetarian. They're not. <laughs> They're really not. People who work out, go to the gym, healthy. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me for exercising. I'm proud of y'all. You know what? Jamaica's so raggedy. Okay. <laughs> we have a listener letter from Justice, aka our number one supporter. We love you, Justice. Yay. So what did he say? He now, okay, he he sent in this letter over the break, so I don't know if our answers are even still going to help him, but it might help you. Maybe it'll help y'all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he said, any tips on long distance moves? Because I hate moving with a passion. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. All right. You have any tips for moving long distance, Jamee? Well, given that I have not moved long distance since 2011 when I hey. came to college, I can only give you what my friends who have moved recently, their strategies that I found interesting. So one of my friends, she um, did this color coding technique. So instead of writing, you know, kitchen on a box with all the kitchen stuff in it, so on and so forth, they just used color coded stickers and it was just easy for them to know without having to communicate a lot to movers or family members or anybody that was helping them like yellow goes here purple goes there do this and then everybody was just able to kind of move and groove um and you didn't really have to remember what was in each box um tony you actually had a good suggestion about potentially using 
QR codes instead of the color thing and having images to it that just link directly to what is in the box so you can remember. I thought that was cool. And then um, there's too many services, inexpensive services out there to, to do things that you don't want to do. So leverage stuff like Thumbtack and TaskRabbit to move your stuff so that you could just point, point. point. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yes, those are all great um and yeah jamay already mentioned the qr code thing so like attaching a qr code to each of your boxes or bins or whatever so you can remember what you put in there and it'll make it easier to unpack so yeah really good things for packing and packing and unpacking anytime that i have made a long distance move outside of college it was because i was moving for a job and i got a relocation package whenever i got an offer for a job that was in another state so if you don't already get a relocation package like assuming assuming that you're in a situation where you're moving for a job long distance yeah make sure you negotiate with a relocation package because that'll make your life a whole lot easier Mm -hmm. my goodness um so yeah that was that was the biggest thing for me that helped a lot and because of the timeline, the timeline of like when I had to leave my previous job and start the new job and like get moved and everything, that didn't leave too much room to go and search for a new place to live. So if you can, assuming that you're moving to an apartment or something like that, I made sure to contact people and ask for them to give me a virtual tour and would have the people that work mm-hmm. in the leasing office go to the actual apartment, get on FaceTime with me, send me pictures, like all that stuff. Cause it just, it was really hard to be able to travel and search for all these different apartments. Like I, I really had to rely on doing it virtually, but also if you have friends in the area that can go and visit apartments for you, make sure you do that. Mm-hmm. So that's literally yeah, how that's, I got my house. You can do it wasn't moving long distance. I was in California <laughs> when I found my house and I called my friend like, can you go? I don't want to lose this opportunity. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you can do that for a house too. Um, have friends check it out for you. Have a real estate agent that you trust to be able to communicate with you and show you everything that's going on. So that's what I would say. Hopefully that answers your question. Hopefully that helps anybody else that's dealing with the same type of issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that we've wrapped all that up, we've given you all all of our updates from the first quarter of 2023. Let's get into the cheat codes. Mm-hmm. So what cheat codes do you have today, Jamay? So shout out to one of my new colleagues. <laughs> Like, let me tell y'all, this whole summit was freaking life-changing, not going to lie. But I met a woman named Yvonne. I believe her last name is Austin, if I'm not mistaken. But she owns her own um, DEI company, a consulting company. And she was one of the ones that really poured into me while I was at this summit. And like, it was a freaking day 
that's what I'm saying. Like it was just that impactful. And one of the things that she had said to me really resonated. And it's something that I just keep at the forefront now with all of the reluctancy that I just mentioned. And it was, he equips who he calls. So mm-hmm. I just basically need to stop asking, are you sure? Or why me? And be like, no, I'm supposed to be here. Why not me? <laughs> and stepping into that confidence, body language, all of it. No yeah. more shrugging it off and dismissing the awesomeness. Yeah. Badness, bitch. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he qualifies the call. That's exactly what he does. He does. So, you know, mm. y'all keep acting like Moses. Stop doing that. But oh, anyway, what, huh? I said, if you want to be read for filth, just go look at that story. That man came <laughs> up with every excuse. And I was just like, damn, this is what I sound like. <laughs> I told you, girl. <laughs> okay, so my cheat code. Um, yeah, going back to what I was talking about earlier with the whole job situation and my frustration and confusion with the rejection and all that. Just a reminder that a delay is not denial. And that delay is going to be temporary. Mm. But the situation that you're in that delayed you for whatever reason, like it's just, it's temporary. So just keep that in mind. It's not going to last forever. That's all I got. It was great talking to you guys again. Love catching up with you, Jamee. Can't wait for the rest of season three. You can listen to all of our episodes wherever (laughs) you listen to podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Anchor, other ones that I can't remember right now, but y'all know where y'all listen to podcasts. Just go listen. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Occasional Adult Pod. Make sure you follow, rate us, subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you want to submit a listener letter, you can do that at the link in our bio. Am I forgetting anything? The coin. The coin. Oh, yes. And if you want to support us monetarily you know help us you know pay for groceries because eggs was really expensive a few months ago i don't know what's going on with inflation it's crazy out here it's real crazy out here but yeah you can support us by uh donating in that same link in our instagram bio so that's all we have thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to y'all next time adios